This podcast is brought to you by the What's Your Productivity Archetype quiz. Find the best productivity method for you. Make getting it done easy. Take the quiz at andreaslinks.com. That's Andrea's with an S, links with an S.com. You're listening to the Time to Level Up podcast. I'm your host, business life coach, Andrea Libros. I help women in business commit to their own growth personally and professionally. Each week, I'll bring you strategies to help you think clearly, gain confidence, make your time productive, turn every obstacle into an opportunity, and finally overcome the overwhelm so that you can make money and manage life. Let's create a plan so you have a profitable business, successful career, and best of all, live with unapologetic ambition. Are you ready to drop the drama and figure out the how in order to reach your goals? You're in the right place. It's time to level up. Let's do this. Hey, welcome to today's episode. Today's topic is one that I talk about a lot, and it is time. So often people ask me, how do you get so much done? How do you take care of yourself, kids, work? So it's not super easy, I will admit. But the next thing they sometimes bring up is this great topic of time management. What does that really mean? Managing time. Okay, so today we're going to tackle that and break it down, and hopefully you can walk away with a new way to think about time. First, I want you to think that in order to manage time, you need to manage your mind. Did you get that? It's kind of interesting. Another way to think about that same phrase is, Management of time is an indication of management of mind, okay? Because really, time, it's a mental construct. We get to think whatever we want to think about time. Time is in your mind, okay? So we made up time years and years and decades and decades and hundreds and hundreds of years ago, okay? We made up time. We made up that there's seven days in a week, We made up that there's 24 hours in a day. And how do we use our time? Those seven days in a week, 24 hours in a day, or sometimes I like to say 168 hours in a week. Often we think that time is happening to us and we don't have enough time, right? Have you ever been guilty of saying, I don't have enough time? Well, ponder this one, time is all what you decide it is. You do have enough time if you decide you have enough time. Something takes as long as it says it's going to take if you decide that it's going to take that long. Okay, so for example, with these recording of podcasts, I set aside an hour to record each podcast. It is going to take me no more than an hour. 
I don't want it to take me any more than an hour, to be really honest, (laughs) okay? Because I have other things on my agenda and I feel like I can deliver my message to you within that time frame. And I don't even want the podcast to go an hour. That's just me setting up and thinking about it. So if it takes you a year to write a book, you have decided it's going to take you a year to write a book. Some people decide it's only gonna take them 30 days to write a book and they do it in 30 days. So what is affecting your focus and your time? And I, with the help of some other coaches, have identified a few things that are really problems in our brain when we think about time. Why is it so difficult? So I'm gonna share with you four problems, okay? And the first problem I think might be the most recognized when I say it, but the most unrecognized if I don't say it, okay? Think about this. How you identify yourself and your life affects how you show up in relationship to time. So when you say, I'm busy or I'm a procrastinator, that's just the way I am, that affects your productivity. You are kind of putting a name tag on that says busy or procrastinator or last minute person, okay? And if you're identifying yourself as one of those things, then that's how you're showing up in relationship to time. Mm, Pretty interesting, isn't it? Often we think of those name tags as kind of badges of honor, Like it's a badge of honor to stay super late. I'm just the guy that stays till the end of the day after everybody is gone home already. I'm the late guy or badge of honor. I'm the one that shows up on time and ready to get things done. Badge of honor. So all of these are ways we identify ourselves. So if you are sloppy, so to speak, at time management, then you're sloppy at how you're naming yourself or identifying yourself. So problem one is your name tag. How are you identifying yourself to the world and to yourself? Okay, problem two is planning. So are you a list maker? Are you declaring that your list equals planning? Hmm, interesting. Is your list really your planning? And how good is that list in terms of how it relates to time? Things on a list by themselves have no time frame. Okay, so you may be doing quote unquote planning by making that list, but you're not relating that list to any particular time. So problem two is planning. Problem three, management. Again, goes back to my favorite phrase. Management of time indicates management of mind. How you're spending your time really, really, really shows what you value. So go back and look, how did you spend your time yesterday? Does that align with what you value most? Oftentimes not. Okay, so how you manage your time shows what you value to the world. Problem number four is really the culture we live in. It's okay to be 
busy. It's okay to be late. It's okay to not have enough time. And it forces us, when we say these things, to apologize to ourselves and to others, just the way our culture is. It does not make it right, people, but it is kind of the way our culture is. So if you have some of these problems I've identified, it just means that you haven't really created time management, which I don't like that phrase, but time management skills yet. Yet. Underline that yet. Okay. You can improve these skills. Okay. And imagine what would it look like if you had all of this in place? If you had all of this time stuff worked out and you were on time all the time and had super efficient meetings, what would that look like? How would that affect your results? Okay. What if you knew what everything on your list involved and had it in a time slot on your calendar. So when you set your life up like this, that you're just gonna be on time and you're going to plan and manage and identify yourself as someone who manages their time and is on time, your whole world is going to change. It's gonna be a reflection of how you show up in the world. All right, now you're gonna say, yeah, but Andrea, what about all those things that come up, that just suddenly come up, all those fires? Guess what? You can accommodate the things that come up if you have a process for it. And we'll talk about that a little later. But yes, you can accommodate for all those things that come up. Okay, I want you to to take two seconds and I want you to think about what is important to you. Okay, what are your priorities? So oftentimes people might say, my family is a priority. My work is a priority. Taking care of myself is a priority. Write those priorities down, number them one to five. And then write down how you spent your time yesterday. Do they match up? Meaning does how you spent your time yesterday align with your five priorities? Mm, sometimes no. So wake up, my friends. We need to change something. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably someone who wants to be a deliberate creator of their life. I like to say sometimes you want to move with deliberate direction in a deliberate direction. And to be a deliberate creator of the life you're living, you need to be deliberate in how you spend your time. You have to think about tomorrow today. You have to plan tomorrow today. Okay, so I encourage you to list your priorities out and then examine how you are spending your time. You could do this in a couple different ways. Here are some ideas on how to do this. You could create a time journal. So reflecting at the end of the day, how you spent your time. You could go into your digital calendar and assess 
how you spent your time, even the times in between what I call your hard appointments. Okay, what did you do with that quote unquote free time? However you want to do it, I want to encourage you to look at how you're spending your time. Create awareness. Think about those 24 hours in the day as really $24,000. And what are you going to do with each $1,000? How are you going to spend each hour? Now, you're going to resist doing this because you're going to tell me it's kind of a waste of time and you already know that you could do better with time management. But it is so, 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 so helpful to write down how you are spending your time. Who's your life coach? If you don't currently have a life coach, I would be so honored to be yours. I created a virtual coaching program called Committed to Growth that I want to invite you to join me in. We'll have weekly group coaching, individual private coaching, and online chats, along with hours of courses and content that I've created just for you. To take part, all you have to do is apply now to reserve your spot, and we will start as a group in January. So if you're ready to take this work to the 10x level, and join a community of like-minded women along the way, head to my website, www.andrealibros.com and click on the group coaching section to apply. I'll see you there. All right, Andrea, it sounds all great. But when I look at my week ahead, how can I do things differently? How can I do things differently? So I learned this concept of Monday hour one from one of my coaches, Brooke Castillo, but I really do think it is brilliant. So here's what I would encourage you to do. And here's what I do. I usually do this on Sunday, not on Monday, but it sounds better when you call it Monday hour one, or you could call it Sunday hour one. Whenever you do it, I want you to get out a pad of paper and then download everything you want to get done in the week ahead, actually in the month ahead, or even in the year ahead. I want you to brain dump it on to paper. Everything you want to do and everything you have to do. And when you think you've written down everything, I want you to ask yourself, what else? What else? What else? What else? Fill that paper. And it may have on there things related to work. It also may have things related to kids or family, like do the laundry. I want everything on that paper. Now, once you do that, it's probably going to look super overwhelming. Okay, super overwhelming. But it's going to help you see all that's swimming around in your head. And it's going to help you decide deliberately how to spend your time. So after you write it all down, when you look at your list, I want you to put things now, not in order of priority, but I want you to scan it and circle the things that are the priorities. So as you look at that, you're probably going to see that there are things that are what I call tasks that are quick things to do. And then there are things that are projects that are not so quick, but 
Whether they're quick or not, whether they're tasks or projects, they're both important. And that, my friends, is where you need to focus in on. That is what needs to go on your calendar. Both the tasks that are important and the projects that are important. And really, in order to get those projects on your calendar, you're going to have to break them into pieces, into tasks, in order to find a time to do them. This is key. Why are those projects that are priorities not getting done? Like, why is cleaning out the garage not getting done? Guess why? Because it's a project. It's huge. It seems like it's something insurmountable to do. So a tip here is to break that project into tasks and then just put the tasks on the calendar. Okay, so how do you get everything done? You brain dump it all out. What else, what else, what else, what else? You brain dump it all out. You go through, you recognize what your priorities are, tasks and projects. You break them all into tasks and then you put them on your calendar. Now, when I work with my clients, we spend weeks sometimes on this kind of thing. I am just giving you like a basic rough draft here (laughs) of how to do it. But know that you can create a new system to manage your time, but it involves managing your mind as well. Okay, now you're saying, yeah, that's all great, Andrea. But even when I have that list, a lot of times I don't want to do what's on the list. Yes, I hear you. I hear you. So that's called resistance. Okay, resistance. You are resisting what is on your calendar or even what's on the list. And oftentimes we are resisting because we often then think about we are at the effect of our calendar, like our calendar is running our life. But here's some new things I want you to believe. I want you to believe that you want to do these things instead of having to do them. I want you to believe that when you put it on that list or better, when you put it on the calendar, it was optional. It was optional that you tackle that at 10 a.m. When you put it on your calendar a few days ago for 10 a.m., you had a choice then. So you're not at the effect of your calendar. You chose a few days ago to do that at 10 a.m. I also want you to believe that you are using this new method of planning because you are taking care of yourself, okay? And that you've scheduled in some free time. So start to plan on there being resistance. And when it comes up, you just say, oh, hi there, resistance. I knew you were on your way, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm going to do what I had planned to do anyway. So Imagine your life where you do everything you say you're going to do. Imagine how your life would be different. So the main difference between now and then is that you have had to move through the resistance. Move through it. So resistance doesn't mean stop. It actually means that you do it even though you don't feel like it. Resistance means 
that you're normal. Okay, but you need to move through the resistance. It's kind of like your payment, but there's always a benefit on the other side of moving through the resistance. It's like when you approach a roundabout, you yield, you resist going through until you assess the situation, but then you keep going. You don't stop and turn around. Okay, now you're gonna wanna negotiate with yourself, (laughs) okay? But stop negotiating. Stick to your plan. We often like to negotiate work time for personal time or personal time for work time. Like, oh, I'm just gonna finish this one more work thing and you're negotiating some personal time. Or I'm just gonna watch one more episode before I get back to work. And then in that case, you're negotiating work time for personal time. So recognize that resistance will occur and be aware that you are going to try to negotiate with yourself, but honor your commitment. Honor your commitment. Give your tasks the focus they deserve, okay? So once you start to get into a habit of managing your mind so you can manage your time, you will see huge changes in your life in general. And this is part of leveling up, my friends. It's part of leveling up. So if you wanna take away a few things from today's episode, I want you to take away these, all right? I want you to recognize that time is just a mental construct in our heads, in our thoughts. I want you to recognize that you may have a problem in how you're identifying yourself in relation to time. What name tag do you have on? The I'm busy name tag, I'm a procrastinator name tag. I want you to recognize whether or not you're truly planning your time or you're just making lists. I want you to recognize that how you're managing your time is an indication of what you value. I want you to recognize that our culture sometimes has excuses in it inherently of how we manage our time. And is that helping you? I would love for you to recognize what your priorities are in your life and then assess is how I'm spending my time aligning with my priorities. And then there's the whole like, what are we going to do about it? So what we're going to do about it is Make that list of everything you want and need to do. Take a peek at what are the priorities on the list. Assess if they're tasks or projects. Turn the projects into tasks and then put everything in a time slot on your calendar. And then lastly, know that you are going to be faced with resistance and you're going to want to negotiate. But you're smarter. You're smarter than that. And don't succumb to the negotiating. Be aware and be okay with the resistance. And if you can manage and tackle all of this, you truly can level up and live a conscious and deliberate life, both at work and at home. All right, this was just a snippet of my thinking around time. We're gonna talk about this a lot more. Hope this was helpful. 
Tune in next time when we talk about following through and flexing that follow through muscle. Head over to my website, figure out all the ways we can work together. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and manage life, head to andrealibros.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-L-I-E-B-R-O-S-S.com to find out about the ways we can work together. Until next time, go level up.